welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for tuning in to the Boom Factor. This is Dr. D, and I just want to take this opportunity for um, to share with you and express my gratitude and appreciation for all the listening audience all over the world through all the platforms that you are listening to me on right now. I know it's different, but guess what? It's making a difference, not only in my life, but in your life and within the community. Thousands of individuals have tuned in, and yes, we have reached over the 50K mark of audience that have tuned in, and we want to say thank you. We have been nominated through two major award organizations and we say thank you and because of that i want to take time out to just say thank you to the sponsor program the ministry redeemed by the blood ministry who helps facilitate this radio show i also want to thank urban management group who sponsors the radio show all financial gifts appreciated and i'm making a special announcement that boom factor will be going on the road that's right boom factor road trip and i want you to participate soon and very soon dr d will be in the city near you this year by the grace of god our first stop will be new york city yay that's right And with that, in the midst of all of it, you guys, Redeemed by the Blood Ministries International supports local community with feeding the hungry, clothing the children, supporting the widows. We do the small stuff, such as things that you won't even hear about. But we say thank you, and we've been faithful with a little now God is stretching, stretching it, stretching us, stretching me, us is me, <laughs> out and launching me into the deep. And I need your help. We are coming up with some major, major expansion and with missions and media as you are listening right now with the radio broadcast. And so I'm asking for your support. You can support through your PayPal account, your Cash App, or you can just go on the website, www.redeembytheblood.org, and hit Donate. Any size will be appreciated. And if you give more than $75, you will receive a tax-deductible letter that you can use at the end of the year to write off your taxes. But... It's a catch with that, though. You have to give so much for it to be credited. And you have to go on irs.gov to figure that out. But you will receive a letter from us in a special gift. I want to also let you know that the Boom Factor is being listened to in 12 different languages over several different countries. And if you are listening to a foreign language... You can always go to iVoos and download that free app to subscribe. 
The Boom Factor Show is making a difference. And you are helping us make that difference. Remember, I'm here to share my daily life experiences with you as a believer that overcomes with omnipotent manifestation. Yes, I go through the same thing you go through. But through it all, we can make it. And that's what I stand for. And that's what the Boom Factor stands for. So come on and join with me. Go to that PayPal account. Go to that Cash app. Just go and get that credit card, that debit card, that prepaid card. Whatever kind of card you have, we'll take it. (laughs) So this is Dr. D coming to you live. I'm asking for y'all big timers out there. Sow some seed to meet the need. We are about to travel all over the world to be a blessing to those in the community. Okay? I love you. I appreciate you. And know that you matter. You are valuable and you matter. I care for you, the Boom Factor family. I care for you. And I thank you. Once again, this is Dr. D coming to you live from Boom Factor. See you in a city, state, country soon. Be blessed. What's up, what's up, what's up, you guys? How you doing? It's Dr. D coming to you live from the Redeemed by the Blood Ministry headquarters. Giving you guys a good shout-out, shout-out, shout-out. It is Throwback Thursday, and I just want to say hi. I know I've been away for a couple of days, but guess what? Dr. D is trying to handle some kingdom business, man. And I'm telling you, I'm pressing, y'all. I'm pressing, pressing, pressing. But guess what? It's good when you're pressing forward towards that mark of the high calling. What is your high calling today? Are you pressing? Are you depressing? Are you regressing? Oh, come on now. We got to make sure we're moving forward, you guys. I'm learning that the enemy throws stuff at you to try to bring you back, way back. Throw back Thursday is not to bring you back. Throwback Thursday should be a reflection on where you was and where God have you now and where you're going. Come on. So when they say Throwback Thursday, I don't want to get thrown back and get stuck there. No, we don't want to do that. No, we don't want to do that. We don't want to do that. We can't get stuck back and throw back. <laughs> so what's up? What's up? I'm feeling good. Um, I'm not going to say I got me all the rest I need, but I got enough rest to keep me going. Just put it like that. I got to go to this exit interview. Remember, I was talking about that last week. So they didn't schedule the interview. So I got to go, you guys. I got to go. And I'm still in the process of moving. It is so much stuff, my God. Boy, you never know how much stuff you cal- you accumulate, huh? 
when you have to move or even move some stuff around. That's why I guess they call it spring cleaning. <laughs> so I guess that's what I'm doing right now, doing some spring cleaning on this throwback Thursday. Kind of nippy. So I'm going to cut that down. I need to charge up this phone because that's my navigation on this one here. And I'm just checking in with you guys. Um, I don't want nobody to get worried out in the world wide web. Dr. D ain't did nothing today. Well, I just want you all to know that I am working and then I have to um, I'm still doing this test it's 180 questions but thank God it's an open book test it don't have an actual time limit however they do have a time limit (laughs) oh my word so I'm trying to do at least about 10 questions when I can and uh, let me see. I gotta pull it up. Then I gotta get ready to get out of here. So what's up? What's going on with you guys? Y'all having a pretty decent day? I see the sun shining, so it must be nice. So I get a chance to um. Let's see. I need a um, test. I really call it exam. Okay, so I click here. I mean, they ask some questions on this test, like, and it's a ministerial test. Um, it says no time limit will allow you to save, but you have to pass it to move forward to get your credentials for this. Um, international world ministries and I'm putting redeemed by the blood ministry underneath this covering because of the credibility the steadfastness of the organization that I do know of and I participate in the financial training of it with taxation so when I went to the workshop well it's to you know to maintain your CPEs it's a continual professional education that everybody should take part of in your field or whatever industry that you're in some kind of way you should be learning something new every year about your industry no matter if it's business ministry family, parenthood, motherhood, fatherhood. Things are changing so fast, you guys. And it um, really, really um, behooves me how people just take stuff at face value. And they just listen to other folks and run with it. No, you do your own research. You know what I'm saying? Do your own research. Pray on it. Ask the Holy Spirit to give you enlightenment on it. And I really... Hey, I left my master Bible. I call that my master Bible because I have stuff highlighted. And I left that at the house. And so, um, 
as recorded in Matthew 23, 1-3, what does it mean to sit in Moses' seat? And so they actually these questions, man, it really make you think. It's like, whoa, I never thought about that before. And um, what you think is the answer is not. But they give you the scriptures to look at it. So let's see what it says. In Matthew 23, 1 and 3. It said, then Jesus spoke to the people and to his followers. He said, the teachers of the law and the Pharisees have the authority to tell you what the law of Moses says. So you should obey them. Do everything they tell you to do, but their lives are not good examples for you to follow. They tell you to do things, but they don't do those things themselves. They make strict rules that are hard for people to obey. They try to force others to obey all their rules, but they themselves will not try to follow only of those rules. The only reason they do what they do is for other people to see them. They make the little scripture boxes, they wear they bigger and bigger, and they make the tassels on their prayer cloths long enough for people to notice. These men love to have the places of honor at banquets and most important seats in the synagogues. They love for people to show respect to them in the marketplace and to call them teachers, but you must not call them teachers. You are equal as brothers and sisters. You have only one teacher and don't call anyone on earth father. You have one father, he is in heaven, and you should not call be called masters. You only have one master, and that's Christ. Whoever serves you like a servant is the greatest among you. Okay, so they still haven't got to the... That's a good thing, though, and I always think about that. See, this is the easy version Bible. I need... I need the, um... The other Bible... One who is a scribe, one who rules the Jewish nation, one who is a military leader, one who has spiritual authority. I say the one who has spiritual authority, but they're not explaining that. Let me get my other Bible. See what I mean? They're making you search. <laughs> and then this easy read, it's suddenly you don't be like the leaders because the only thing they want to do is show off, and that's the truth. I saw that in a making one one day. I said, is they preaching to each other or they I was kind of confused. And then I don't want to be confused because the devil is the author of confusion. So I gotta shake that off because I know I have a sound mind, right? So you have to observe things for yourself and get a better clarity. They say now describe they say then speak Jesus to the multitude and to his disciples, saying the scribes and the Pharisees sit in Moses' seat. All therefore whosoever they bid you observe that observe and do, but do not ye after their works, but they say and do not. So the scribes and Pharisees sit in Moses' seat. All therefore, whosoever they bid you, observe. 
that observing do. Okay, so one thing I'm getting out of here. Who one is a scribe? This is a tricky one, y'all. This is a very tricky one. I wonder if I'm going to pass it up. It's out of two. One who is a scribe and one who has spiritual authority. That's the only thing I get out of here. The scribes and the Pharisees. It said the scribes and the Pharisees sit in Moses' seat. Moses, Moses was a a leader. He had spiritual authority. Mm. One who is military leader. So that's his out. One who rules the Jewish nation. Y'all see these questions, huh? This one is the exam I'm taking, y'all. And I'm going to skip this one here. I think it may be one who has spiritual authority. Well, it's out of one who has spiritual authority and one who is a scribe. I wonder if it's going to let me pass. Ah, it's not going to let me do it unless I answer it. <laughs> no! Okay, y'all. spiritual authority because they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. So, what did God put at the entrance of the Garden of Eden to prevent Adam and Eve from coming back? He put a a flaming sword. I thought it was an angel with a flaming sword. Boy, I tell you. They be doing some trickery stuff here, huh, y'all? <laughs> All right. Let me let me kind of concentrate on this test. And uh, I have to get ready to go get dressed. I want you guys to enjoy the rest of this day and be the best. <laughs> it's Throwback Thursday. This is Dr. D coming to you live. I just want to give you guys a shout-out because I haven't spoken with y'all. Um, I don't know if it's a day or two. You know, I'll be working overnight. I'll be missing my days, man. <laughs> but I'm going to tune in. I'm going to tune in with y'all a little later, okay? Much love, peace, joy, and happiness. All right. Later. What's up, what's up, what's up, you guys? Well, I have just finished doing my exit. 
interview. Some cute little furniture. And um so my area manager, you guys, just finished fussing at me. I guess it was a good fuss, you know, because she was telling the truth. Uh, she said, uh, Danielle, I'm going to fuss at you, but it's a good fuss. And I'm like, yeah, you were fussing at me the whole season, so what, what's going on? And she said, no. She said, you stretched yourself out this season. I said, uh, yeah. I know I did, and uh, she said no. She said to the point where we knew something was going on, and you had um, some serious uh, family issues you had to deal with. And I know you was trying to, it was with your daughter. Why you just didn't ask for the two, two weeks off or just off? I said, well... No, she, no, she said, she say, why you just didn't come to me and talk to me? I said, how? How can I come and talk to you when, when I did try to talk? It was just nitpicking stuff. So I was just like, look, I need these days off. That's it. You know, and she said, yeah, you, you just cut it short. I said, yeah, because I felt it didn't matter what happened anyway. You were just maintaining, you was covering yourself. I say, you can't put me in check about something that I asked you. You you know me. After that, I ain't had nothing else to say. I just say, I'm just going to try to go through this season. And then, you know, and so she was like, we don't want you to do that. Because even Belinda said, what's going on with Danielle? Danielle? You know, Danielle used to be on top of her game. I said, yeah. You know, I still did returns or whatever. But I know I didn't, I didn't meet my mark. And the reason why I didn't meet my mark, y'all, and y'all, if y'all follow me through, if y'all follow me through um, my season, like I was telling her, I said I was giving my returns to the other preparers so they could stay on the schedule. I said my hours, some of my hours was taken away from me. I said the other person didn't want to hear what I had to say because everything was, but Miss Terry said this and Miss Terry said that. So you know what? I felt like it didn't make no difference for me to be the manager, you know, because everything was Miss Terry. So I know I just shut down, y'all. I know me, you know, instead of me going back and forth with a person, you know, I'll shut down because it's like my words don't come out right. If I say something and it's in the wrong tone or I didn't say something wrong and it was like I was being nitpicked through everybody. I was getting nitpicked through the job, through the ministry, you know, through the night job. And, you know, the just certain things that I thought people had my back in at that particular time, they didn't. So why you waste my time to even try to explain anything to anybody? Because at that present moment, you should have known who I was. And should have been able to, you know, catch get you know catch me some slack instead of treat me like I'm the new the new person on the block. You see what I'm saying? So she was like, "Well, we want to offer you an, another position." I said, "Another position, another place. How would you feel to be at a storefront out there, Walmart?" And I say, oh, thank you, Jesus. I say, yeah, we could do that. 
you know, we could do that. I mean, that's like a breath of fresh air, right? And um, I said, yeah, because I'm working on some stuff that, really, to be honest with you, it just, I need a change. And she said, yeah, we think we need a change and you deserve a chance. So we want to give you this store. And you have three people working with you. You're supervising uh, three people. I was like, all right, that'll work, you know. So that's how that exit interview was, y'all. And I'm glad I bought my papers because she was saying, here, you got to fill out this form. I said, I already did that. So I did that, made a copy, gave her my exit interview questions. I emailed it to the owner. So I got all that straight, you know. And I know I pressed myself. I know. I mean, I was going to days. I didn't have no sleep. I was leaving one, one job to the next. Y'all know I was like, I really was stressing. And then I think the, I think um, one of the ministers was kind of upset because I didn't make it to the event. Just didn't realize I up and said in the beginning, that date is going to be a stress day for me. That's that's the last weekend of the tax season. And I have, I'm going to need one job to the next job, right? So, it goes back to what I was saying last week. A lot of people, a lot of people, um, people always have try to input, I guess. They're going, let me see, let me see how I can put it. Let me see how I can put it. They're always going to have somebody that's going to try to put some input in your life, right? Not trying to mentor you, not trying to encourage you, not trying to work with you, not trying to catch your back and all this kind of stuff. And that's what got me when she said, "You don't you know me? You should know me. I got, you know, I got your back. I know we ain't had a chance to really talk like we should, but because it was crunch for all of us because I was tired. You know, we say, but this season we knew for a fact you was really stressing yourself. And then March, it really showed. I said, what really showed? I don't know about no March, but, man, I work. I don't know what y'all was looking at, but I work. Now, they did have some days, like two or three days. She said, well, no, usually in March, that's when all your sales will go up. I said, well, you know what? I didn't care no more in March. And she had looked at me like, I said, I just didn't care anymore in March. Because by then, it, I felt like how I was being treated in February, or really in January, when the season first started. <laughs> you know, and my focus on was really my baby. My baby girl was my focus. You know, and then my TD pass. You know, I think we had two deaths in the family. And then, then my baby girl's in the hospital, in and out the hospital. Yeah, I mean, mm-mm. I said, but I still need that little paycheck, right? And she said, I know, I know, I know. So that's what happened. Um, how I feel about the whole situation. Um, she kind of made me feel like she cared and she, in so many words, I felt like she was saying, I'm sorry I wasn't there for you to the point that you couldn't come to me. I kind of felt that's what she meant. But in the same token, 
um, normally, um, should be like that through the season, but I think because how rise was, you know, the, the owner on with the emails and then she was talking about the emails and it really wasn't talking about our processing center. It just was a lot of stuff that she came out and shared openly that had happened that really didn't reflect us, but yet everybody got it. I said, well, you know what? I don't know how to read in between the lines. So if I'm getting something, then, hey, I know it's meant for me, too. And I know I'm learning not to take stuff personally, but I took it for face value as a job, right? And so because because it was, um, oh, look at this. Well, I don't need none of that. Because it was mentioned as like a job, I took it like a job, you see, you know. Let me see if they have it in here. I got a. I thought I was gonna be at the other store, and I go to nine nine cent store. My daughter needs to get something for the baby, and I know I saw them in the nine nine cent store. So let me see if they have it in here. Because by him growing, he is serving up the baby that night. And they have these, um, like this pad that you can put on the, excuse me, you can put on the bed, and I don't see it. No, I didn't say you said it. I don't see it. You need to get something to drink. I wonder if she wants some tea. Yeah, but, um. Overall, it's all good, y'all. It's all good. I'm in a better place because I do feel like I'm in, I am getting me some rest. You know what I'm saying? And um, I wonder if she like the peach, peachy, peachy, extra sweet tea. This is citrus. I think she'll like the peach. Yeah, so I just want to share that with you guys. Um, so everything, everything turned out pretty good, you know. Now I'm about to head on back to the office and um. See if I can go finish taking this other test. These crazy questions.
So yeah, that's how it turned out, you guys. Um, I know I stressed myself this season. I know I did. I learned a lot of things through it, you know. And um, but I still know what's important, and I do know what I'm gearing for. I'm not just working and stressing myself just to be working and stressing myself. I have a goal to reach, you know. And um, with that said, that goal, right, you know, that goal is to become self-sufficient in your own business. That's, That's my goal. And I'll work whatever I need to work to make it happen. Because eventually, even though they say they need you, that job can cut you like a piece of ribbon in a second, you know. Now, she said the other processing centers, they had to fire people. Some got arrested. That's just ridiculous. These days, this hell, I mean... You don't have to do all that. Just start your own business. Start your own stuff on the side. Start your own stuff on the side. Then I'm catching a bus. I mean, I know. Remember sometimes I didn't clock in, I ain't clocked out. I didn't. I'm, I forgot to open up the store one day. I knew I was. I was. I knew I was missing it. The time. It just. Mm. Mm-hmm. Got the central tea, y'all. It's real, real good. Real good. I mind get no chairs like that for my little ball. And see, this would be cute for the TV stand. And, um, this is nice. I like that. Look at that couch. I got two chairs. That's nice. It's a beautiful day, y'all. It really is. But see, people know your potential, yeah. At the end of the day, people act like they don't care or whatever, but they be knowing your potential. They also know when you're tired. Tired of their foolishness, too. <laughs> you know, so they don't, they just want to try to make sure at the end of the day, are you all right? You know, why you just didn't take off two weeks? Well, nah. Nah, we, 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 we're not going to take off two weeks. Just give me my weekend off. Really, if they would have given me my time that I really needed, I would have been all right. That time that they had was crazy. You know, let me come in and open up the store for my nine to five. 
like I supposed to attend the, whatever the hours are, you know. You will see. Because things are going to be changed. The graveyard shift. <laughs> yes, I am ready to go to work tonight. I had an opportunity to, um, I ain't gonna say really get no rest, but I didn't have to go into the rush mode. Meaning, you know, leave one job to the next. And as you quite heard, if you tuned in today where I had to do my exit interview. I was clowning around the other day. Remember y'all when it was my exit interview? I said, what? What is that? Exit interview? I had laughing, you know. I had turned it on my stuff. I said, you see that door? I'm about to exit right on out that door. <laughs> well, that went pretty well, I guess. Um, uh, I know that um, people do know your potential, I guess. Um, at the end of everything, I can't really say that individuals really can, I guess, check themselves. I don't know. But I really came on this, this feed... Really, something else occurred this afternoon that it really shows me, you guys, that we can really trust in the higher being. We can trust in the universe. We can trust in karma. We can trust in everything to come in full circle. Believe me. What I'm saying is, you don't have to do anything to anybody anymore because eventually that it's going to come back around. And I always say this, never really understood it, but I usually just back up when people do certain things to me, even believers. And I back up and I'm like, whoa. And even with that, you guys, everybody have their day. Uh, I was thinking about this scripture 
that some like to really throw out there to put fear in people. You know, and they won't quote that scripture. Touch not my anointed and do my prophet no harm, right? Well, first of all, if you're called by God, we all are called with your children. Um, and the only way you're chosen is when you say yes to his will and his way. God's way of doing things. So you are called. You answer the call. God chose you. You answer the call, right? And then he... He anoints you to appoint you. He approve you, place the authority over you or in you, and he send you out, right, to fulfill a great commission. Great commission can be fulfilling your assignment in your industry, whatever that thing is, ministry, um, Whatever industry, what I mean by industry, you could be a doctor, lawyer, teacher, uh, citizen, a public service, policeman, fireman, hairdresser, barber. That's what I'm talking about when I mean industry. Truck driver, all right? That's your assignment. And some people just don't respect what God has called you to do. And one time I thought that um, everybody was supposed to be a preacher and everybody supposed to be doing the work of the Lord. And at one time they had people quitting their jobs and going full time in in church and then they wind up not being able to take care of their families and just a lot of hogwash that used to come through the pulpit. And if you didn't do certain stuff, then you curse and you rebellion. All kind of craziness, y'all. And I was just thinking about all that. And then when people can't control you, then they're going to try to curse you with their words and Use the Bible to say certain stuff. And I'm like, wow, that is interesting. And at that time, when you're a new babe and growing in the faith, and you're trying to do what God say, hey, you're going to do what people say because you're trying to do what God say do what the people say, right? Wrong, wrong, wrong. It's all wrong, y'all. All wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. You have to really take time and study and show thyself. God said, you study. He say, run a church, let the pastor study, teach you, and you just go and live your life and do what you want and then come back and do the little repentant dance and think you're going to take communion and everything going to be all right. No, you're going to reap what you sow. It don't matter who you are. Even with myself, 
So, when I was thinking about all that, and I had got a call, <laughs> well, I got a call about some information, oh, excuse me, and um, I was like, hmm, that's interesting, wow, and I said to myself, and the only thing they had to do was get it right. That's all they have to do is get it right. But see, pride will keep you from getting things right. Pride will always try to make sure that you going to make, make yourself look good no matter what. And always try to make the other person look bad. You know. And it's not a, it's not a, a fair shot. That's why when people say certain things, I say, well, no, no, because the other person not here to defend themselves. So it's just one side. It's a one-side story. It's always three sides. The person, you, and God. You see. And so with all that said, I've come to realize that they is coming full circle. And you know that scripture that they always want to throw out there, touch, I'm going to say, touch not my anointing. And do my popping no harm. And it's always like, I'll say it too. But what does that really mean? Touch not my anointing. And the Lord had me to stop on touch. Touch not my prophet. Touch. What is touch? Touch is an action word. Right? You got to do something. Okay? So, if I feel that I can talk to you any kind of way, handle you any kind of way, right? Um, like you don't matter, you don't have value, you're not worth anything. You're really touching now. Now, we're created in God's image, in His likeness. Now, say I'm of God, another person is of God, but yet you're mistreating that person, manipulating that person, or you know, just little bitty stuff that people do to each other, right? But we say that we are of God. And God himself, Father, is telling us, touch not my anointed. So that's the ones that are called and appointed, approved, Given the authority to go out because they have self-disciplined themselves to the point where they're literally hearing and acting on behalf of God, right? Hey. Touch not my anointed. So when you're going against what God says, when you're treating a person a certain way, 
You're sowing that seed in the atmosphere over yourself. And everything gonna look good. Oh yeah, it's gonna look real good. It's gonna look real good. It's gonna feel good. You're gonna think you did something real magnificent, right? Because you told this person off. You did what you had to do to prove your point. And at the end of it all, what profit you to do home to another child of the king? Which is probably your brother and sister in Christ. Because God said that we family. You really touched God. <laughs> Not the person. But we don't never see it like that. Oh, but when that thing come back. Oh, oh, oh. Ooh, when that thing come back on you. We be like boo-hooing and hoo-hooing. And, and so when I got the phone call, I'm not laughing about the situation. It's just ironic how people forget so quickly on how they do and treat other people. Man, I tell you, that's just like a gangster, right? Like that movie, um, Shaft, Pe- Peoples. Man, Peoples thought he had it going on. Just slinging that dope, shooting, killing people. But oh, when his brother got shot, man, Peoples lost his mind to the point he started stabbing himself. You killed my brother. You killed my brother. I'm going after you. You killed my brother. Man, he went off, right? That's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. How people act. So, my whole thing is... My whole thing is... Folks, why we just don't take time out and chill... Look, yeah, I got so much stuff. I'm trying to rearrange this office. I'm taking some stuff down. And I'm moving all my other stuff out. I got stuff everywhere. I need my keys. Got my keys. Trash out, but it's too late. I'm looking for that paper.
take that out because I can smell it here. for that thing to come 360. I see how people don't really don't like how I feel. And it really shows me. Daughter, I told you, you don't have to do anything. Just keep doing what you're doing. Show love, peace, kindness. And the reason why it hurts in our flesh, because we let it become a part of us. And so when that negative thing happened, it, 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 it breaks fellowship. And I kind of understand how the father felt And when Yahshua was on the cross, when he cried out 
Father, why have you forsaken me? He didn't forsake him. He had to turn his back on him. You see? Because he was carrying the weight of the world, the sins of the world, all that evilness. He, can't, he, he just, Lord have mercy. Just look at what's going on now in the world. And Yahshua had to carry all of that, that bitter cup. He saw the evilness of the people, the wickedness, on how Satan just turned people against each other. You know? if that made any sense to anybody, but I just want to encourage you guys out there. You don't have to do evil to nobody. People do it to themselves. If you know you have done your best and to help somebody and they turn around and nitpick you and really don't value what you have done, to the point where they're sarcastic with it and they throw it back in your face. All that just gets to me, you guys. All that gets to me. You know. Well, I showed you I cared about you because did not do A, B, C, D, F, G. Wow. Why do you have to bring that up? That's why I tell people. He said, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Well, first of all, make sure God told you. And if I saw any seed to anybody, I don't expect you to get that back to me. Because I do, I I, I've done it because God said do it. Now, if I need it back, I'm going to tell you, look, I'm going to give this to you, but I need this back. Oh, I'm going to give it back to you. Okay, so then I'm looking forward to getting it back. But I'm like, like, I don't lend money to friends. I don't do favors. I don't do none of that. But see, that's where the heartache coming at. Ooh, what they call flying. And the deception coming at. And that's where all the fights and everything come in at because you ask people to do stuff and you promise and then you turn around and you don't keep your promise. And see, that's what somebody had did me. And I was sitting down there thinking that the death today, I was looking at the wall and somebody said, yeah, I need to do this here, da, da, da. You know, and I said, you know what? Also, that seed. I was going to get there. Oh, you'll do that? Well, you know what? Once I get settled, I'm going to get the TV, and I'm going to come put it up on the wall for you. I ain't never got that dog on TV. I want him getting, getting my own television. Then I sold the TV to bless somebody else with. Ain't that something? Then the same person had another project. I really did. I really did. I can honestly say that I believed in the, the, this person and I believed in the, the vision and I believed in that person's word. And it didn't matter about nothing else. It's just keeping your word. 
And see, that's how people reap what they sow, because see, they don't keep their word. And you try your best to do stuff. That's why now I won't say nothing. I ain't gonna let that bus still be running. I don't say nothing. If I'm gonna do something, I'm just do it. I ain't promise you nothing. See it up. It's almost quarter till my ride. When we put in the bill, and then when they get here, they're gonna be flying. We're doing almost 60 miles per hour on, in a 20 mile zone. <laughs> Somebody getting off. Yep. Somebody getting off for work. Yeah, they, they, they coming from across, they coming across the river. They coming from downtown. Uh-oh, you might gonna go pull that truck over, watch. That's cold, but and so um didn't buy the computer. I was talking about the computer one time. Had another campaign. Me and my little stupid naive self. Oh, I'll help with that, you know, just trying to be a blessing. Oh, I'll do I'll 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 be able to do that in so many months. Bless the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Don't worry. You know what? I'm going to get that. I, I know how to get it. I'm going to wait till they have a sale. I'm going to get that computer for you. Man, I ain't never got the computer. Why not get the computer myself? God, I'm blessing with the computer myself. They're free. <laughs> it's just funny. I was just sitting there sitting down. After I got that phone call, then I just started looking around in my office, and I was like, oh, God, thank you, Jesus. You really did bless me with everything in this office. You did it. Nobody can ever take credit for nothing because God did it. Even with my place where I stayed, God did it. Now, where is this, where is this person? And then I would listen to a conversation with somebody saying, Oh, because I want you to do this here. I just need you to do this here so we can get this here. And you and I was so lost here. Now go back and rewind that tape and listen to it real good. You say, now this is what I want you to do with that. I said, ooh. You say, because I want you to be able to hear me. I want you to obey me and not man. I was like, yes, daddy, I hear you. So I guess the, the moral of this little episode 
trust in your inner gut, trust in the spirit of God to those that have faith in Yahshua. Trust in, in the spirit of the of the universe. And that's God's return back to God. Everything's focused, you know. Fear the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, right? We gotta get the fear of God back in in us. The reverence, the worship. And at the end of all of it, God gonna take care of everything you need. People do you wrong, talk to you crazy. You know, say what you got to say, take your stand. But guess what, at the end of the day, God's going to take care of them folks. Matter of fact, they're going to take care of themselves because they didn't open the door for the devil anyway. <laughs> you know, at the end of it, God, you know, at the end of it, where's this dude? And this Dr. D, I just want to share that with you guys. Oh, Lord. Here it comes. That's what it all happened, huh? Thank you. Here you Mike. Mike said, what Mike said, that's what it all happened. They have a 24 hour call center in here. Call my ride and see if um did I miss something. Dr. <laughs> D gonna holler at y'all when I get to work. Okay. Later.